Welcome to the Approachable Equestrian Podcast, a place where we dive deep into all things mindset, motivation, and stories that inspire. I am your host, Rihanna Burke, fellow equestrian, writer, and competitor, and I am determined to shine a light on all things inclusive in the equestrian community. With that said, let's jump in to today's episode. Hey everyone, Rihanna here again for another episode of the Approachable Equestrian Podcast. I cannot believe we are already at episode number 32. Wow, that came around fast. It has just been a total roller coaster, and I can't thank you all enough for constantly tuning in and coming back every week and listening to all our episodes. I'm very excited for some of our guest episodes that are coming up. There's some pretty awesome people that are coming up over the next few guest episodes and I'm really excited to bring those episodes to you and I'm just super grateful for everyone that has taken the time to share us on your Instagram stories or even on Facebook. I am super grateful because it does help our reach go out to more and more people and it really does help people find us and which in turn helps us help more equestrians that are struggling with their mindset issues and their motivation So thank you, thank you. It means the world to me. I'm truly humbled when you share it. And I do love to reshare all of those tags that you tag me in at The Approachable Equestrian. So I'm going to jump into today's episode. And as I start this episode, I am currently staring at a photo with myself jumping a cross-country fence with my young horse. And it was our very first time ever last weekend putting together a full course of jumps and our very first time ever putting together a full round of show jumping. And I really want to talk about the whole experience of the day, what happened, how it all went, and how pretty much I just totally was overwhelmed with fear and anxiety. And I mean, as you all know, like I strive to work through those things and I work really hard on my mindset. So I thought you might all be interested to know that holy crap, I really was overwhelmed with fear and anxiety. And to be totally honest, as I was putting petrol in my car, I my hand was shaking as I was putting the petrol pump in my car. I nearly turned around and I drove home. And I think a lot of it was the uncertainty of what was going on. And I haven't myself been able to compete because of various reasons, obviously covid I ended up having to sell my competition mare and so I haven't actually competed since about 2019 or very, very early 2020. And not only that, I'm on a horse that I've never done a full round on. I've never done any of that. And I think the the fear of the unknown and the fear of, oh, what's going to happen? What are people going to think? I just was completely overwhelmed with all of these thoughts. So I thought that I would jump on today and talk you through how I got through it, how we actually went and how the weekend ended up. So yeah, basically I, the night before I was feeling really excited. I was like, yes, I finally get to get my beautiful young horse Elf. I know his name is Elf. It's very cute. He, um, and I, I, I can't change it. He came with it. It just suits him. Anyway, moving on. I was so excited the night before and you know, like we have worked really hard to build a bond and trust. And I was just so excited the night before. And when I woke up in the morning, I was still feeling excited. And for some unknown reason to me, 
I started putting the gear in my car. I loaded up Elf in the float. He loaded perfect as always. He just walked straight on. I'm very lucky. He is a cruisy little guy. He's really cool, easygoing, not much phases him. And as soon as I got in the car and I started driving, it just hit me. This was going to be the first time that I ever did a full round of show jumping with him out in a competition-like environment. So it wasn't actually a competition that I went to. It was what in Australia we call it a hunter trials where you practice a full round of show jumping and you practice your cross-country round as well. And basically if you don't like the look of something or something looks too small, you can go a bigger jump or a smaller jump or whatever you kind of want to do. As long as you sort of stick within the flagged jumps, you'll find a go. And so it's a great opportunity to practice a full event because I compete in eventing. Well, as you just heard, I haven't actually been able to compete since, you know, nearly two years, over two years now. So I love eventing. And this was a great opportunity for me to practice to be an eventer without the pressure of a competition. And yeah, just getting in that car, driving, all of a sudden it hit me like a ton of bricks. I absolutely just was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Do I, do I even want to do this? I, I, I don't think I can, I don't think I can do this. And I nearly, I truly nearly turned my car around. And the reason that I want to tell you what actually happened is because I have mentioned many times that I believe that community is so, so important. And I just wanted to tell you about the amazing people. Firstly, I had friends that knew I was coming. So they held me accountable because in my mind, I didn't want to say to them, oh, well, I didn't go because I was scared. And, you know, I knew that my fear wasn't a rational fear. I knew that I put the training in and I knew that I have a great bond with my horse and I know that I've done the lessons and I've done the clinics. We've practiced cross-country. We were actually at the same grounds the week before doing a cross-country clinic. So I knew in my mind I had this overwhelming feeling of fear and yet I knew that it was completely irrational and I knew I didn't have a reason to be fearful. So this is why I feel like it's so important to surround yourself with a community of people that push you to do more because for me, I didn't want to look back on that day and say, oh, I turned around I went home because I couldn't do it because I was scared. And another thought that I had going through my head as well is I didn't want to go home and turn around because I know that the next time that I go out, I feel like that fear would be 10 times worse. It would just escalate every single time. So this fear, I felt the butterflies in my stomach. I felt like I was just shaking and I was nervous. And I thought to myself, you know what? If this is worse, I don't know if I would be able to push through this fear. So I decided to keep driving because one, I knew my friend was going to be there and be like, where are you? Why didn't you show up? And also I kept going as well in terms of community because I know a lot of people that were going to be there and these people owe me nothing. I don't pay them to give me lessons. I don't pay them for encouragement, nothing. All it is, is over time, every time I see them, I wave, I say hi, You know, if I see them go past on cross country, I'll snap a video of them because let's face it, how awesome is it when people send you videos? So I'll always send them videos, just little things like that to say like, oh, hey, I'm here. Let's be friends. Let's be mates. And I actually, there's a beautiful lady and I hope she doesn't mind me 
talking about her, but her name is Judy. A lot of people would know her. I actually walked straight up to Judy. I think she saw the seriousness in my face and I said, I don't know what's going on, but I am petrified. I don't know why. I don't know what's happening to me. My body is just having a freak out and I know that I'm being stupid. It's not normally what I'm like. And she was lovely. She stopped. The reason that I chose the person that I did to go up to and ask for help is because I knew that she would turn around and offer me so much support and just encouragement. And she really did. And I cannot thank this person enough. She was just amazing. She even said, look, if it, if it all turns to crap and it goes horribly, she said, worst comes to worst, I can get on and ride him. And she's a fabulous rider. She has been an eventer forever and just, you know, she actually has a young horse as well from the same place that I got my young horse from. And she was like, yeah, he's lovely. And basically the what helped is she said, right, let's look at this. Let's look at this situation. Let's look at this fear in a logical way. She said, okay, so have you done lessons? Well, of course, I. yes, I've done lessons. Have you exposed him to the stuff that you're doing today before? Well, yes, I have. Is he a nice horse? Is he kind? Is he super unpredictable? Well, no, he's not unpredictable. And yes, he's kind. And she just kept going through a checklist like this with me. So maybe in the future, if you get these overwhelming feelings of fear, this was something that actually really helped me through to the other side. And the joy of being able to walk away from your horse and talk to someone that will support you and surround yourself with your community is that by the time I got back to my horse, I was his leader again. And I was braver because I had support and someone run through all the checklists with me, helped me calm down. I started my breathing again. I took a lot of deep breaths, deep breathing, man, that can calm your nervous system down. I'll tell you what. So yeah, she went through this checklist with me. And also I think knowing in the back of my mind that if worse came to worse, she would hop on a ride him. It would mean that the day wasn't a loss. It would mean that he would have gone around confidently, but it never got to that because I did. I had the community to surround myself with. And as I said, these people that supported me and showed me kindness and said, hey, park next to us. I don't pay them for lessons. You know, we're not related. We're not family friends. None of that. They're just kind people that I see time and time again that I make the effort to say hello to send videos, to take photos of if I can, you know, and they're just lovely in return. And I just think that going back to the whole community thing, when you're facing fear, that can be your biggest asset is having an amazing community around you that pushes you to do better. Let's just take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. Are you looking for high quality equestrian products to add to you and your pony's wardrobe? Penelope Store Australia is the official Australian distributor of luxury French equestrian brand Penelope Leprevo Collections, designed for every moment of the equestrian lifestyle, both in and out of the show ring. Developed and designed by French Olympic gold medalist show jumper Penelope Leprevo, they specialize in creating European equestrian products for both horse and rider using innovative design and modern materials, including their iconic wet weather waterproof winter Ugg boots. They also stock a large range of saddle pads along with competition and casual gear for riders. Get for the 2022 competition season 20% off your first online order now 
with the exclusive code PODCAST20 at the checkout. Shop online now at www.penelope-store.com.au. Now, on the flip side of that, I know that a lot of people actually can get a lot of fear when it comes to the community being around you, purely because you're worried about what other people think. So I'm not going to talk about this for too long, but I just want to say one thing. When it comes to worrying about what other people think of you, firstly, I always have the mantra that other people's opinion of me is none of my business. So what they think, that's what they think. So if you're worried about what people think of you, just say to yourself, that's none of my business. They they can think whatever they like, but it's none of my business. And another thing that I will quickly touch on with worrying about what other people think of you is 99% of the time, guys, no one else is thinking about you. And I know that that can be really hard to take and listen to, but the reason that nobody is thinking of you is because everybody is busy thinking about themselves. So when you're thinking, oh, people are watching me, people are doing this, even if somebody is sitting there thinking, oh, I hope that person fails, that whole thought process is still revolving around that other person. They're hoping you fail so that they do better. So that's still, no one's worried about what you're doing. They're only worried about themselves. So if that is something that does cause fear for you, just remember that. And yeah, so, but back to the main point of things, guys, when it comes to fear, surrounding yourself with a community that will lift you up and support you when you need to is so important because that's what helped get me through last weekend. And just quickly before I do wrap it up, I will let you know I had so much fun out there. The second that I got to sit on the horse and I just got to reconnect with him and we started warming up, I started to breathe. I started to feel much better. And so for whatever reason, that that anxiety and that fear, it just hit me like a ton of bricks before I got on. And the second I sat in that saddle, all I felt was relief. I felt relief that I didn't give into it and I didn't let it overtake me and not let me achieve what I want to achieve. I want to get this horse to the top level of eventing. That's my dream. And if I can't go out and compete 60 or do a practice round at 60, if I have gone home that day, I would have felt soul crushingly sad because I would have let myself down. I would have let my horse down. And I'm not saying to do things that are dangerous for you, that you're not ready for, that you haven't done the work. I'm saying if you've done the work and you know your capabilities and the only thing holding you back is what is in your mind, in the back of your head, that nagging voice that says, oh, this is scary, this is bad, you need to learn how to push through that. So use the community around you, you know, use the techniques that you can hear on this podcast, like your breathing techniques, even having a great morning routine like I spoke about last week because having that morning routine it will actually set you up for better days. And also, I will tell you how we went. Sorry, I got off track again. We had an absolutely fantastic round of show jumping. I did actually put that up on my Instagram story last week, so you can go and check that out. And this may sound like it was bad, but it absolutely was not. We went out on cross country and he actually was really kind of like, oh, I'm nervous, I'm spooky. And I thought, oh, what's going on? This isn't normally like him. But I think, you know, I underestimated the fact that he's not been out on his own before without 
a group of horses with us. You know, in a clinic, the horses are still just over there. So he was a little bit nervous and it was quite funny, actually. I, um, I'll be totally honest and you guys can have a little giggle at me. I did actually end up falling off on jump three and it was funny though. I just kind of slid off the side, landed on my feet, got straight back on again and off we tootled. And I just, it kind of gave me a good reality check of like, oh, hey, this is a young horse. So I will take my time. And, um, yeah, by the end of the course, he ended up super confident, super brave. And we finished on such a great note. And I went home that day and I just felt an overwhelming sense of pride that I had actually gone and done what I'd set out to do, fall or no fall. You know, it's funny. Like, I think when you think of fear, you think, oh, the worst thing that I'm scared of is falling off. And I don't think that my worst fear was actually falling off because I did that. And I got straight back on and I kind of was laughing while it happened. It wasn't the thing I was scared of. I think... Sometimes when you set yourself these massive goals, you forget to live in the moment and be really proud of where you're at currently. You know, I have a four-year-old. He's not supposed to be doing five-star Olympic level riding. He is supposed to be a four-year-old learning the ropes, learning how to do it. And we're supposed to have fun along the way together. And I think that the fear and anxiety is that pressure that sometimes you forget to stay in the moment and be happy with where you're at and be happy of your progress of where you're currently sitting. So that's all I've got for you today. And I hope that you got something out of it. I hope that you've enjoyed the podcast today. And I can't wait to bring you another episode on Thursday. I'll see you all again soon. Thanks for listening in to another episode of the Approachable Equestrian Podcast. If you loved anything that you heard today, remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Also, if you could take a couple of seconds just to leave a rating and review, it would absolutely mean the world to me. And also, it'll help others like you find the podcast and hopefully help them on their journey. Until next time, have the best day and I'll see you all again soon.